I'm Wayne Turner, and welcome to the daily podcast of Bible Track. I have developed Bible Track to be both a commentary and a daily Bible reading schedule. These podcasts cover the text and commentary, which may be found at www.bibletrack.org. So, for those who have a busy schedule but do have time to listen to the Bible being read, this podcast is for you. At the end of one year, you will have gone completely through the Bible. Today we'll be reading Psalms 132, 133, and 134. Now these are entitled in the subtitle, Song of Degrees. And let me give you from Easton's Bible Dictionary what he has to say about that. Song of Degrees is a song of steps. The title given to each of these 15 Psalms, Psalms 120 to 134, inclusive. The probable origin of this name is the circumstance that these psalms came to be sung by the people on the ascents or goings up to Jerusalem to attend the three festivals, as specified in Deuteronomy chapter 16, verse 16. They were well fitted for being sung by the way from their peculiar form and from the sentiments they express. They are characterized by brevity, by a key word, by epinephorum, or repetition, and by their epigrammatic style. More than half of them are cheerful, and all of them are hopeful. They are sometimes called pilgrim songs. Four of them were written by David, one, Psalm 127, by Solomon, and the rest are anonymous. Psalm 132, we're moving to Jerusalem. Subtitle says a song of degrees, verse 1. Lord, remember David and all his afflictions, how he swore unto the Lord and vowed unto the mighty God of Jacob. Surely I will not come into the tabernacle of my house, nor go up into my bed. I will not give sleep to mine eyes or slumber to mine eyelids until I find out a place for the Lord and a habitation for the mighty God of Jacob. Lo, we heard of it at Ephratah. We found it in the fields of the wood. We will go into his tabernacles. We will worship at his footstool. Arise, O Lord, into thy rest, thou and the ark of thy strength. Let thy priest be clothed with righteousness, and let thy saints shout for joy. For thy servant David's sake, turn not away the face of thine anointed. The Lord hath sworn in truth unto David, he will not turn from it. Of the fruit of thy body will I set upon thy throne. If thy children will keep my covenant and my testimony that I shall teach them, their children shall also sit upon thy throne forevermore. For the Lord hath chosen Zion, he hath desired it for his habitation. This is my rest forever. Here will I dwell, for I have desired it. I will abundantly bless her provision. I will satisfy her poor with bread." I will also clothe her priest with salvation, and her saints shall shout aloud for joy. There will I make the horn of David to bud. I have ordained a lamp for mine anointed. His enemies will I clothe with shame, but upon himself shall his crown flourish. Now, while not stated specifically, this psalm was certainly written by David himself. It was likely used as a processional when the ark was moved to its new home in Jerusalem. As a matter of fact, you'll notice that verses 8 through 10 here are incorporated into the prayer of dedication for the temple found in 1 Chronicles chapter 6, verses 41 and 42. Therefore, there is no question about the time frame in which it was written. The psalm is a 10th century composition celebrating the bringing of the Ark of the Covenant into Jerusalem. And that account is in 2 Samuel chapter 6, verses 12 through 19. Zion, or Jerusalem, was chosen as the capital of David's kingdom and the center of worship. 
Incidentally, Ephratah, in verse 6, is the old name of Bethlehem. You'll also notice that David fully embraces his position before God as king of Israel, referring to himself as God's anointed in verses 10 and verse 17. We see an oath from David to God in verses 2 through 5 to find a permanent home for God in Israel. When David heard that God had blessed Obed-Edom, the guardian of the ark, 2 Samuel chapter 6, verse 12, after that unfortunate ark transport accident, David immediately made efforts to bring the ark on back to Jerusalem. David then recites the oath from God regarding the throne of Israel in verse 12 when he reports, If thy children will keep my covenant and my testimony that I shall teach them, their children shall also sit upon thy throne forevermore. Well, as we now know, Israel declined to hold up their end of that bargain. It'll be restored at the time of the yet future millennium when the Messiah shall once again establish the throne of David in Jerusalem. In Psalm 133, we find that good fellowship is hard to beat. Psalm 133, the subtitle here says, A Song of Degrees of David. Verse 1, Behold how good and how pleasant is it for brethren to dwell together in unity. It is like the precious ointment upon the head that ran down upon the beard, even Aaron's beard, that went down to the skirts of his garments, as the dew of Hermon, and as the dew that descended upon the mountains of Zion, for there the Lord commanded the blessing, even life forevermore. So, verse 1 here says, Behold how good and how pleasant it is for brethren to dwell together in unity. Now, we're told in the subtitle that David himself wrote this one. David compares the expression of unity to the sacred oil by which the priests were anointed. According to Exodus chapter 30, verses 22 to 33, this oil prepared for the use in the tabernacle was a special fragrant oil whose recipe was not to be imitated for common use, only for priestly anointing. David gives a pretty vivid description of this oil in verse 2. In verse 3, the last verse of this psalm, Mount Hermon is almost 10,000 feet above sea level. As such, the rainfall there is heavier than the lower-lying areas. That's caused, uh, that causes everything to grow better, of course. Both illustrations are given to show the joy of unity among the brethren. Psalm 134. This psalm also only has three verses, and it's a little bit of recognition for the night shift. The subtitle here says, A Song of Degrees, verse 1. Behold, bless ye the Lord, all ye servants of the Lord, which by night stand in the house of the Lord. Lift up your hands in the sanctuary, and bless the Lord. The Lord that made heaven and earth bless thee out of Zion. Now here's another mention of Zion, Jerusalem. It seems to be that David is writing this one as well, along with Psalm 133, but we really aren't told who the author is. Notice the focus of this psalm in verse 1. It says, Behold, bless ye the Lord, all ye servants of the Lord, which by night stand in the house of the Lord. So who are the recipients of this blessing? The night stand, otherwise called the night shift. Those are the Levites who care for the temple during those night shifts. Given that this is one of those songs of degrees sung by people on their way to Jerusalem for the festivals, this concludes our podcast for today. I'm Wayne Turner, and if you'd like to read along with our commentary online, go to www.bibletrack.org. Thank you for listening in today. 
The background music for these podcasts is an original composition written by the music director of Faith Bible Church, Paul Walton.